Hello and welcome to Lux, the podcast. My name is Margot Morin. I'm America's Catholic sweetheart. And this is Stephen Antonio. I'm still a little doubtful if this is really Jesus. <laughs> A.K.A. Thomas? Yes. Okay. Like that? I like it. I like it. Look, we need to start by apologizing yeah. to our one listener. Yes. Because we missed a week. We did. We did. It was a snafu. Yeah, a lot of things happening personally. Oh, really? And I was busy. Oh, and I wasn't that busy, and, and but. sick with allergies. I'm feeling better this week. So right, right. Thanks for the thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're back, and we're, we're better than ever. We, and what do we do here? Here's what we do here at Lux the podcast. We talk. We look at the upcoming Sunday Gospel, and we listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'll read it to you. We understand it. That's you. And Stephen and I talk about our personal experiences of it. Hopefully, to kind of inspire you, listener single listener <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to reflect a little bit on your experience of it too that's what we do that's what we do here so let's L-U-X. do it and you know we always start with an ice icebreaker breaker. i just real i just found out that you do that on purpose with me every yes. time yes yeah so now i'm now i'm <coughs> now i'm part of that oh now Goodness. i have to do something different great oh, no, come on um we always start with an icebreaker yeah. and today's question just one let's just do one okay uh well, it's a it's a combo. Tell us your high school colors and mascot. Oh, really? <laughs> it's blue and gold and a lancer. What's a lancer? I don't know. I, I think a person that holds a sword. Like a like a knight. Like a yeah, it has something to do with a I knight. Think, okay. So you don't have a spirit? No, you don't. Is what you're saying? <laughs> a spirit or a spear? Spirit, like school spirit? No. Didn't then? Don't now. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I my high school colors were red, white, and blue. Oh, America. And the mascot was an eagle. Go Eagles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. America. We were it was the seventies when my school oh, opened. Bicentennial. So bicentennial. Really mm-hmm. patriotic time. Yep. In America. And yeah. Probably the last. And most school spirit in the senior year. Really? That's right. I do have my um, I do have my yearbook. I don't think I made anything. Did you not have a, what's that called? Superlatives. We did, but not everyone got one. But you didn't get one. I no, not everyone got one in mine either. No, Stephen. I, I just, and onto something new. Yeah, Pentecost. Hey, it's Pentecost. And that means we're 50 days out, almost, well, Sunday, 50 days out yeah. from Easter. And there's a lot to learn about this. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead. I'll read you the reading, which is from the Gospel of John, mm-hmm. chapter 20. Verses 19 to 23, if you're reading along. Did I ever tell you about the guy? <laughs> we had a Boston student intern once Boston at intern. our former parish. At, yeah. And uh, he came to speak to the parent group, and oh. he stood up in front of them, and he was like, okay, everyone take out your Bibles. And they were, like, frozen. And he was like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was a good one. It was really funny. <laughs> So, pull out your Bibles, everyone, and Mm -hmm. let's read along. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them 
and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. All right. All right. So this is not the story you're familiar with for Pentecost, though, right? No, no. Jesus wasn't even part of that. Right. Right. This is the origin story. Oh, it is. This is the prequel. Okay. To the Pentecost story, which is our first reading that day, this day. Oh, right. So you will hear the story, but it's from the Acts of the Apostles. Mm-mm. So it's not the gospel. So we we disregard here. We don't cover that. <laughs> so when when was this? On the evening of that first day of, of the week? So this is after Jesus died, okay. after the resurrection, mm. when he's appearing to his disciples. Oh, okay. okay. So this is kind of Easter. Yes. Yes, indeed. Interesting. Right. What what do you notice? What stands out to you? Anything? Well, they received the Holy Spirit. Yep. Yeah. You're going straight to the punchline. Right to the end. Yeah. yeah. Do you notice that he um, breathed on them? Oh, yes. Yes. What do you think that's about? Um, it's gross. I mean, it's not COVID friendly. <laughs> it's not definitely not COVID friendly. <laughs> it would not work. Uh, he's wearing a mask right um no i think it's probably uh from the you know that jewish world word for holy spirit ruha Ruha. yeah which also meant breath right yeah you're making a really good connection here this is still john so he's trying to connect the jewish christians together he's actually kind of trying to get jew he's trying to like leave judaism behind right right so that's why he says again for fear of the jews which is a ridiculous thing to say right right because everyone was jews yeah everyone would be like afraid of podcasters right exactly yeah so um yeah or like us saying like this you know we're hiding here for fear of the people who wear glasses americans yeah whatever right we both wear glasses we do you can tell um but the breathing the spirit Yes, ruah, right? That means breath. Yep. That's a beautiful word. I love that word. Mm-hmm. But also, can you think of another time when the spirit breathed? It said, ring a bell. Is it on the top of the mountain? No. With there was a wind. There was a wind. wind. Yep. He de- he, uh, I'm getting confused because I think he breathed on them before. Like, here's the thing. There's a lot of breathing. There's yeah. a lot of wind, a lot of air. Mm-hmm. A lot of the way the Bible describes the Holy Spirit is as wind, mm-hmm. right? In particular here, I think he's talking about the creation story. Oh, Where okay. the Spirit breathed over the waters. Yep. Right? And yep. made life. And into the man, yep. Yeah. So he's breathing the Spirit into them and creating a whole new life, a whole new era. Nice. Which is a really beautiful thing when you think about it. Right? When you put that together. Yeah, it's a new creation. Yeah. Mm. Ah, I love that. I love that. It would be weird to be breathed on, even by Jesus. Yeah, no, I don't want to. But still, <laughs> no, I don't hope, want to. I hope, no, thank you. I hope that's just John. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. We have no idea. Yeah. But also, peace be with you, which is what we do at Masses as well. And that's right. Peace be with you. That's Before right. you receive the Eucharist, which is a great tip you've learned right here yeah. on Lux. <laughs> right here. On you Lux. have to say the sign of peace, meaning peace with your community before you can relieve Jesus. Right. Settle, Jesus. Your, settle your stuff yeah. before you come to the altar, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's great. I still think about it every time. I do I too. I don't give peace now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, mm, nope, not you. Sorry. <laughs> 
um, peace be with you as the father has sent me. So I send you. Yeah, he's uh, he's hitting on the father a lot. Even this last past weekend or Ascension right. Thursday, he said, you know, I have the authority from from God. Right. So he's really hitting on that. Yeah. I wonder if that reflects John's trying to like John, we learned a couple of weeks ago, John is writing to people who are breaking away from Judaism, mm. right? And who have been basically rejected by their Jewish, you know, community, and who are maybe a little hurt by yeah. that, a little upset by that. Right. So I wonder um, if he keeps bringing all this father stuff in to say, like, look, you know, this is a brand new start. Mm-hmm. And we're going back to the beginning, and this is straight from God. Yeah. Right. Right. Like this isn't ours because of our Jewish background. Mm. This isn't. This doesn't belong to us because of who our ancestors were. Oh yeah, that was it's, big. This is because God came directly to us and gave this to us. Nice. That's, That's awesome. Kind of interesting, right? Yeah, it's re- he's flipping it. Yeah. Because it was really it, everything you just said. That was their culture right right so interesting yeah very interesting very cool yeah i love this one detail Mm -hmm. that no one talks about we're both um (laughs) clearing our throats a lot right so so listener i'm sorry if that comes through steven is willing um allergy season to be over you don't i'm done i don't think you have this So, oh, okay. So I love this little detail okay. on the evening of that first day of the week. Which when is, the, that's annoying, but that's John, right? You know what? I think I have a note about that. Okay. So evening. In John's time, Sunday was a normal day of work. So the community oh. would meet for Eucharist during the evening. So this passage would... You are telling me the first Christians received at night, not in the morning, where I, most masses happen? I, I, I guess. Wow. That's... <laughs> crazy you think yes really yes oh my gosh well it's a supper it's a supper I know, it's a meal yeah that makes yeah. sense but still go on okay you didn't even thought that was gonna be i didn't expect that to be such a thing okay so it happened in the evening so this passage would have special resonance for the worshiping community as they met for their weekly commemoration of jesus's resurrection when paul visited greece uh, Christians celebrated the Eucharist in the evening. So, just so you know. But wait, there's something about oh, because of the first day. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But okay. here's the thing that I want you to notice. Uh, where are they? In the upper room, right? Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So, uh, Diana Butler Bass, oh. who's a really great protestant theologian she's awesome 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 she wrote about how if you were going to write a play about jesus's death and resurrection and the apostles the sets would have to be upper room Mm -hmm. cross tomb and then upper room right she said what if it's not about the cross what if it's about the meal oh right What if it's all about, it has always been all about the meal. Yeah. It's exactly, it's the first place Jesus' followers go. Mm -hmm. They go back to where they had had the last supper with him. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about this. A Protestant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it was probably radical for her yeah. community. But... She's talking about the Eucharist, so she's talking about Mass. And... Yeah. Wow, yeah, because that's the bookend, so that's by the most important part. Right? Oh, mm. man, I love this. If this is true... And in the evening. And, yes, Stephen, in the evening. Wow. If this is true, then everything would have to change, right? Yeah. Because... It's about the gathering. It's about the mm-hmm. feeding each other. It's about the sharing that happens at table. Mm-hmm. It's not about sins, not about, you know, sacrifice right. or suffering or struggle. It's about coming together. Coming together. Exactly. And if our church is built on the table being central, mm-hmm. then it would have implications, yeah. right? For right. what we do with that bread. Mm-hmm. I kind of love that. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? And you don't even notice, like... No. I don't know. I don't think I ever put that together, that they went back to the place where they had had food with Jesus. Right. Where they felt safe. Yeah. Which is probably the people that own the, own, the upper room. The upper room. Yeah. 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 They, can, they were trusted. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes sense. I mean, that's what really church should be is as um um for moments of coming together with the community right plain and simple right and celebrating so what she was saying was you know we have this whole triduum thursday friday saturday sunday mm-hmm. easter sunday and that we as ca- i mean as catholics we're way into the yeah good friday stuff right way into the holy saturday she was saying that really the peak should be holy thursday Wow. Right? Yeah. That Last Supper, that that institution of yeah. the tradition of gathering at table, mm-hmm. which I freaking love. That is awesome. But it also does kind of make sense because everyone's into like true crime right now. Okay. And they're <laughs> loving to watch podcasts about that. So uh-huh. it makes sense that Good Friday was popular back in the day. <laughs> we love a good murder story. Yeah, we love is a good what you're story. saying. Yeah. Just saying. It's just the trends. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And it's harder to focus on the good yeah. at times. Yeah. 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 It's easy to Go. understand suffering more than joy. Yeah. If this is true, but that right? changes a lot. It really does. If it's true, if we can really say that Holy Thursday is the point, that the, yeah. the table is well, the place, yeah. then we should really be going to church, right? Like we really should be yeah. having whatever church is. Right. You know, and church. Being together as a community. Right. Yeah. Having a meal together, talk, telling our stories, yeah. caring for each other. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's an argument against individualized faith, mm-hmm. which I think is something that. That's happening. Uh, yeah. A lot of people happening. just kind of try to handle their faith on their own. Yeah. I've been hearing that a lot recently. Have you? Yeah. Where are you hearing that? Uh, people who are, um, who are seeking renewal in their faith or in their faith yeah you know um some visitors came in and some were saying like you know you guys really do things differently like you at your parish yeah and there we um they feel more like well one was alive comment but then the other one was like yeah you know you know the prayer it was just funny one person was like you know i normally go to mass and then i pray and i leave right i don't talk to anybody and i don't see anything and for me it was really hard to be like that it's not how it's yeah, supposed to stop be. That. Stop it. Yeah. So, you know, and and it's just different. So it's just interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's not about, but I, I can understand people who want to just be like me and God. Sure. 
I was, I mean, we're going to get into whole mass thing right mm. now. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with me? I always think of it like um, someone thinking about joining a gym, mm. right? And every time I've thought about joining a gym, I think, well, I can just go walk outside. Right. Which is true. Yeah, you can. But will I? Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Right? right. There's something about like making the commitment to meet mm -hmm. someone, a yeah. trainer, a group, whatever, that that keeps you going. Yeah. Right. right. Um, but I I can't not mention that this church has done some serious damage to people, mm -hmm. and that a lot of people right now are not feeling called to go and sit in a pew and listen to a shitty homily and bad music and you know mm. what i mean yeah because parishes like yours are really rare right it's very rarer and rarer yes so and we don't we're not at 100 percent too who is right no one is yeah but right and doing things like from 30 years ago same right. stuff right expecting the same results so i believe that there's power in gathering i believe that there's power at the table oh, but yeah. i also believe that that is accessible in however you decide to do church. Mm -hmm. Look at society today. There's so yeah. many little groups out there. Yeah. People coming together for like all these cons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like because people want to be together. They want to sh And so, mm -hmm. yeah. There's power in that. Mm -hmm. I have this vision of a of the church, mm -hmm. like a post-parish church, mm -hmm. where there's still parishes needed because Eucharist and priests and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But I remember talking to someone who felt isolated from her parish. And I said, well, maybe maybe your parish isn't going to be able to give you community. It will give you Eucharist. It yeah. will give you whatever. But maybe you're going to have to build your own faith community. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's a future for the church, which is failing, yeah. for people to gather in homes or mm -hmm. wherever, once a week, break bread, mm -hmm. you know, tell stories. Yeah. Maybe they hire a pastoral associate or a spiritual director who will come and lead them in prayer. Yeah, yeah. And they go to their parish for what only the parish can give. Right. right. Sacraments, Sacraments, ultimately. Yeah. But their community and their breaking bread is is their own, you know. Little church. Yeah. Big church, little church. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that working in the future. Yeah, I think so. I think that's, I mean, if you just look at the numbers. Yeah. That's where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone wants to hire me to be lead your home church. There just, you go. You, know, you always had a, you always had an idea of uh, Waffle Church, right? Dinner church. Dinner church? <laughs> it is not my idea. It's something oh. that happens um, everywhere. It started, I have an itch. It started in New York. Oh. And yeah, it was, it was um, I think a, Episcopal church maybe or something and yeah. they they called it dinner church you come in you help cook you set the table mm. you pray sing feed each other have a moment of communion mm -hmm. and someone will share something and you pray together and then you clean up together awesome. which it makes oh, sense because, I would love because Jesus is going and coming from meals all the time right right <coughs> right and, and I mean that is that's religious and yeah. also cultural yes, meals. Exactly. My uh, aunt is currently getting her knee done and oh. we're getting updates of, from going here to recap and 
every time she someone texts an update, I go, did you eat? Did she eat? Yeah. Because that's what she always asks me every time oh, she sees I me. I love that. So, yeah, that's a huge. And that makes sense. It yeah. totally makes sense that the place, the safe place was the upper room. Yeah. 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 There's something in us that in community, gets and that, that's right? And I think that's probably what the church was more, like what we're going through. We're Eucharistic centric mm-hmm. and not as much community. Yeah. Cause oh, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's really tough to fight through fight through that though. Yes. Yeah. 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 So interesting. So, do you have any insight of why they use this, which is not even from Pentecost Sunday? Because it's the gospel, and the story of Pentecost Sunday is not a gospel story. Oh, it's not. No, it's, it's from in the, the Acts. Act. Right. So it, it is shared that day, but this is kind of like this is the gospel kind of equivalent. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Well, I can't wait to hear about the first reading. Yeah. Do you I thought they were drunks? That's all I remember. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It was only nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Not mass time. Right. <laughs> there it is. Right there it is. Well, that's another thing. It would be a dinner. Right. So really, churches we should be all feeding people. Yeah. And more. Yeah. More than one meaning in that. Yep. Yeah. In all the ways, right? Mm-hmm. I was looking at a college near my hometown okay. the other day randomly, and they had a picture of a, a program they call Dinner with Six Strangers. Ooh. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah, it sounds like, um, yeah, go ahead. That's it. That's, That's it. all there is. <laughs> you just sign up and you have dinner with six strangers. Where? In their, at college. Like, oh, at college? Yeah. Oh, at college. Interesting. Which I just think is the coolest That's cool. idea. Imagine if you did that at at church right like dinner with seven people yeah i remember hearing about a program where they matched young adults with like grandparent aged okay people who didn't have anyone to cook for yeah and they'd have like dinner with, oh grandma would cook like yeah oh, that's great yeah yeah like those if the church was spending yeah our energy yeah providing situations where people could eat together yeah as opposed to guarding the Eucharist yeah. from anyone who's unworthy. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Just imagine it. I know. Well, yeah. Imagine it. We do more of that. We do. We do. Hmm. I am taking this. Okay. Take it in. I'm Take it in. in. Yeah. Swim in that a little bit. And I hope you are all swimming in it as well. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope so too. Uh, this Sunday for Pentecost, mm-hmm. you will hear the story of um, <clears throat> the Feast of Pentecost, which is from the Acts of the Apostles, where all sorts of people from all over the world came together, and the Holy Spirit came down on them. It was a, you know, maybe the first revival. We've yeah. talked about revival. Um and it is like they're like everyone what's going on these people are drunk because they're acting kind of crazy and they're you know who knows what's happening Mm -hmm. and he does say no no no, it's only nine o'clock in the morning we're not drunk yeah this is the holy spirit yeah also also what happens on pentecost is that they speak the disciples speak Mm -hmm. and everyone can understand it in their own language right right yes which is very cool yeah. Like they're like, wait, I'm from, I'm from northern Canada. Yeah, yeah. How do I, 
northern Jerusalem. Right. Yeah. How am I hearing this in my language and you're hearing it in yours? This yeah. is crazy. Imagine seeing that. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that the coolest? Yeah. And do you know that it is meant to undo? It's an answer story. Okay. To a story in the Old Testament about the Tower of Babel. Babel, okay. Do you know this? Because they tried to build a tower so high they get to heaven. Yeah. Then it fell. God was mad. God was mad, right. And up until that point in this story, everyone spoke and understood the same, same language. language. Okay. And one of the ways God punished them was to make them all speak different languages so they couldn't communicate yeah. well. Right. And then at Pentecost this brand new story mm-hmm. everyone it understands the Each language other. yeah yeah so that's so it, great a it's little, like a little answer story to, mm, to that story isn't that so cool that is very cool mm, and thousands were converted right yes yeah. yeah and then that was the beginning right very cool evening masses wow <laughs> that's what i got out of this talk right topic. well i'm glad you got something out of it that's um <laughs> That's good. That means my work was worth it. Yes. Of course. Always, Margo. <laughs> Always. Always. And you can find out about this. Margo's going to switch her format a little bit. She's yeah. making these into blog posts. Right. You can find those on margomorin.com. Oh, my gosh. You said it so great. I know. I've been practicing uh, off week. And uh, if you're interested <laughs> in doing... <laughs> If you're interested in anything uh, Stephen Antonio, you can find that at stephenantonio.com. All things Stephen Antonio. And we uh, will be back next week to talk about the Holy Trinity. Yes. Oh, man. That's going to be tricky. Oh, yeah. It's It's going to be You know what it is? What? A mystery. Hey, I just want to say, I write these, but Stephen does all the editing. Mm -hmm. And so, just so you know, I think every podcast i listen to does like credits at the end like, they do yes podcast is produced by Steven whatever antonio. is Memphis kid oh, yeah. something right Stephen antonio Stephen antonio <coughs> maybe i'll add them and written and also this is our 26th um episode oh happy 26 yes does that mean something no it's just i can't believe oh 20 oh. 25 year, weeks ago we they did said this. we'd never last <laughs> all right that's enough of an outro right right enough about us join us next week Thanks for tuning in to Lux the Podcast. Lux the Podcast is written by Margot Morin. The podcast is edited by Stephen Antonio. Margot Morin is available for spiritual direction, and you can view her blog at margomorin.com. Stephen Antonio is available for production of podcasts, and he can be found at, at stephenantonio.com. Follow us on Instagram at lux underscore the podcast. 